In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Welcome to Mortgage Marketing Radio, brought to you by the Mortgage Marketing Institute, your number one source for truth in mortgage marketing. Hey, listeners, it's Jeff Zimfer. Welcome to this week's episode of Mortgage Marketing Radio. It's been a bit of a delay in being with you and getting back to the podcast. And that's because we've got some really cool developments coming your way very soon. I'll give you a little hint, a little sneak, a reveal. And it has to do with video. That's right. Getting back to the video. So stay tuned for that. Going to be launching actually a weekly series called Mortgage Marketing TV. And you'll be seeing more and hearing more about that coming very soon. But I just, I figured it makes sense to expand and use the platform of video as well as this platform of audio. So we'll be doing some interesting things on Facebook, Facebook Live, tying in some YouTube there as well, and involving users, special guests, viewers, your input, your feedback is always welcome and appreciated. That's what drives everything here. So today it's just you and I, no special guest, special guest coming up on the next episode. You'll get details about that very soon. But today I just wanted to take a couple of minutes and talk about a topic that's been coming up quite frequently on my coaching calls with loan officers across the country. And that is this concept of time blocking, time blocking. Perhaps just the very thought of it sends you into a corner, cowering, in, no, please don't make me time block my calendar. Don't make me block out that time and focus. Well, I'm here to tell you that the things I hear most often from loan officers is how do I get more done in a day? How do I be productive? How do I get off the roller coaster ride of I generate some loans and some business and then I stop marketing and stop getting out in the field and stop promoting and getting in front of referral partners and doing those key things because I'm busy focused on the loans and process and I'm busy dealing with all those issues. And I can never seem to get back to right, the things I need to do. And there are things we definitely need to do in our business, particularly sales and prospecting. Depending on where you're at in your business, sales and prospecting is a daily, at best, discipline that should be done and practiced and perfected every single day. But what I hear is most don't do it on a consistent basis. What's the reason? Distractions, interruptions, 
taken off the grid, off course, the time stealers, if you will. And I'd like to present to you um, an ongoing series, a dialogue, a communication between us. This, Because time blocking is such a extensive and, and involved topic, it can't be handled in just one quick podcast episode. I want to kind of set the stage up for if you want to learn more about time blocking and setting priorities and adding structure to your daily routine so you can get the things done you need to get done, if that's relevant and important to you, then let me know. Leave a comment in the show notes. Leave a rating on iTunes. Let us know if you like it. Send me an email, info at mortgagemarketinginstitute.com. Always look forward to hearing from you. But let's talk a little bit about time blocking and why it's so important and so relevant. I want to give you some tips. And first of all, kind of set the stage for time blocking because you have to have this concept of time blocking. And it starts with an example I heard from someone else. And by the way, if you're looking for a great book um, that will help you focus, it's called The One Thing by Gary Keller. So some of the things I'll be talking about will be excerpts from that, different trainings and resources they've got, but I'm going to break it down for you and, and customize it for us as mortgage loan officers here in the business. But I want you to think about this, okay? And this will help deal with the issue of why you get distracted when you're trying to schedule the time for what you claim to be the important must-dos in your business, or at least they should be must-dos. And that is this, if you had an appointment with somebody that, you know, let's just say your ideal client, let's say you had an appointment with a top realtor that you've been working for months or years to get in front of. Let's say you had an appointment with somebody, a financial planner who you knew was going to, whether it's this financial planner or realtor, but they were going to, they were going to literally, you know, have a major impact in your business because of the relationship, because of the referrals that you'd be getting. Picture yourself having a meeting scheduled with that person or picture yourself having a meeting scheduled Uh, with your wife for an anniversary dinner. Or imagine you've been waiting a year for this very special event that you got tickets to a year ago. You paid a lot of money for them. You've been waiting for this. It's one of the most favorite events and experiences, whether it's a concert, a play, a show, whatever it is. And now you've got these tickets. Or now you're meeting with this referral partner. Or it's your anniversary dinner with your wife. And somebody calls you and says, hey, can you meet with me Thursday? seven o'clock, I'd like to go over something with you. And you tell them, it's my anniversary. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. So maybe we could do it on Friday at three o'clock. What I want to instill in you is that what you have there, when you've got those important events, is you've got an appointment with yourself. And if you talk to you know a potential referral partner, you tell them, you know, oh no, I can't meet with you because you know I got to go walk the dogs at seven o'clock at night. Well, how's that going to look, right? Not very good. Or if you tell them, you know, I've promised my kids I take them out for ice cream at seven o'clock on Thursday night, they're going to you know probably hopefully recognize as that's important and valuable. But look, here's what I'm saying: time blocking is about making an appointment with yourself. And too often we allow ourselves to be interrupted by the disruptions of others. And so if you simply respond to somebody, when you look at your calendar and and look to see your availability, you can simply, number one, tell people, I'm sorry, I have an appointment at that time. Now, that appointment is your time blocked period. What have you time blocked on your calendar? That's an appointment with yourself. And it's a very important appointment. Now, it can also be appointments, obviously, with other people like the examples I gave you, right? We'll talk more about that. But for the sake of just day-to-day business and getting your stuff done, making your calls, meeting with your processor, your loan officer assistant to do pipeline reviews, getting belly-to-belly with referral partners, right? Building your business plan, 
strategizing about your business. Those are very important meetings, appointments with yourself. So I want you to, number one, look at it from that light, okay? And number two, when you're looking at time blocking your calendar, right, you've got to really decide what are those activities or things that you must get done on a daily basis, whether it's generate one loan referral a day, whether it's make your 10, 20, 30, 40 calls a day. Um, What are those uncompromisable, non-negotiables that you've got to get done? And begin to look at your schedule, your calendar. We'll dive into more into you know proper scheduling and structuring of your day. Um, but begin to look at your calendar and look at those small time blocks. I want you to just you know when you get started with, with time blocking, start small. Okay, don't block out three hours of time because it's pretty difficult to work consistently for three hours with no breaks, with focusing on that you know just for three continuous hours. If you can do it, great more power to you. Studies and research show, though, that the most highly productive, efficient people do not work for extended three hours blocks of times without any breaks. They work for short bits of time. And you can build up your muscles over time. But here's here's my advice to you. Start with just a small time block. Say 30 minutes, okay? 30 minutes to focus on your one thing needs, right? What are the one thing, those one things that you need to get done? And, and, and structure those in a single time block on a single aspect of your day, your daily routine that you need to get done. And what you'll find is when you schedule them in these short focused time block periods that you are, number one, your energy tends to be higher, right? You're much more focused because you know that you're not going to be, you know, it's okay to whatever those little interruptions are that are clamoring at you for your attention, the phone call, the, the email, the whatever, right? You'll know that, hey, it's only 30 minutes. So it's not like, oh my gosh, I have to drop this because I'm going to be making calls for the next six hours all day. No, I'm only focused for 30 minutes. And so we can let those other interruptions and distractions go by the wayside, okay? So number one, take a look at your calendar, map out the next month, the next 30 days, and block out a few different periods, a few different times throughout the day for 30 minutes each of when you're going to get that focused work done. Now, obviously, you choose what it is, but I'm going to assume if you're like many, right, it's the calls, it's the meetings, it's the prospecting, right? Because most LOs I talk to probably are falling short on the outbound prospecting efforts they need to do in whatever fashion or shape that is, right? Because they're too often busy being distracted and interrupted. If you take a look at the typical day, if you if you picture a, a pizza, right? Mmm, yummy pizza. (laughs) If you picture a pizza, you know how you slice the pizza into different triangle shapes? Well, so we've got this whole entire pizza. It's It's our entire day, right? And if you just take one slice of pizza out, for most people, that one slice of pizza, the amount of time they spend in a typical day focusing on their important tasks and activities. And so what do you have the rest of the day? The rest of that huge pizza is everything else oftentimes unproductive time, right? So a productive pizza, if you will, a productive viewpoint of your day and using this wonderful pizza analogy is cut the pizza in half. On one half, you've got the critical things, the core things, your one thing that you need to focus on on a given day. The other half of the pizza is everything else. How much more productive would you be? How much more successful? How much more money would you make? How many more uh, would you get more results if you simply increased the time in a given day that you focus on your high priority tasks? Obvious answer. We all know that, right? So how do you do it? How do you structure time blocking? Get out your calendar. Decide what are the must non-negotiable things that you must do every single day. 
time block them on your calendar. Again, I'm suggesting you start with just 30 minutes because those are short bites, right? They're little snackable bites of block time that you can begin to build your block time muscles with, okay? And I want you to also evaluate when are you best during your day? Are you uh, a morning person? Do you tend to have more energy in the morning versus in the later afternoon? And the reason why is because if you're going to make calls, you want to do it when you're at your best. If you're going to be making presentations, you want to do it when you're at your best, when you're at your most effective, when all the cylinders are firing. And the problem is there's this old concept that whatever time that's allotted or given for us to complete a task is usually the amount of time it takes. So what do I mean by that? What I mean is every day you know you've got calls to make. Let's say you've got 20 calls to make to realtors, referral partners, past customers. If you haven't time blocked those into specific segments of your day, guess how long those 20 calls take on average? Mm -hmm. Pretty much all day. Why? Because you're not in control of your time. You're not in control of your calendar and your focus and your activities. You're allowing the other people, you know those people, (laughs) the external world to be in control of your calendar and your time. And therefore, you're allowing yourself to be constantly interrupted and taken off track. And did you know that when being interrupted and focusing on a different task, even if it's just for a few minutes, it takes an average of 20 minutes to get back into that previous task Multiply that by three, four, five times a day, and we're talking hours of lost productivity time, okay? So number one, I want you to look at when you're most effective in your day, when your energy is the highest, and schedule, you know, Brian Tracy in his book called Eat That Frog talked about eating that frog first thing in the morning, okay? And so what we want to do is use our time most efficiently. So if I've got to make calls, outbound calls, I'm going to do it when I'm feeling as much energy as I can. Later in the day, three or four o'clock, that's more for me personally, the administrative type stuff, right? The following up with emails, the checking on loans and process in my loan processing software or whatever it is, right? Or maybe it's posting some stuff on social media, right? Those things don't really require that much mental capacity for us. Okay. So that's tip number one. Tip number two, build a bunker. (laughs) Build a bunker. You've got to set up your defenses, right? And minimize distractions because we all have distractions. They come at us every single day. So you've got to build a bunker. Find that place, that quiet, happy place where you can get your focus time. Is that in your office? I don't know. Maybe it's at home. Maybe it's somewhere else, but you've got to build a bunker around you and set it up so that during that block time, you're not going to allow interruptions. So that means for your internal team, perhaps, I know what I do is I put a big sign on my door that says, time block, do not interrupt. And what I do is I set up the parameters you know, with my team, with everybody that I work with about what is an acceptable interruption. And it's typically anything that's fire truck or ambulance involved. Okay, Those are usually the only things that get through and get an interruption. That's how important I want you to consider time blocking. Okay, So build a bunker, set up the expectations with your team and other people that you work with, your processor, your loan officer assistant, you know, your team, your juniors, anybody else you've got, right? your, your spouse, even your, even your kids to that point. And this is where you, you get very specific in your strategy, like voicemail, for instance. Talk to a lot of loan officers. Well, what about realtors? I got a call from a realtor. I have to take that call. Do you? How many times have you heard people use a voicemail successfully that says, hi, this is Jeff with ABC Loans. Your call is very important to me. However, between the hours of X and Y, I will be returning phone calls. Outside of that, I'll be working 
with clients. If this is urgent and is regarding a loan in process, now you've got some options, right? Hit star pound to be connected to my assistant. Uh, call 999-423-456 to connect yourself with my assistant loan processor. Or you can text me at this number if it is urgent. So what I'm saying is you can let these calls go to voicemail and provide direction and communication for them via voicemail so that now you're in control. Because how many times do you take that call and it's a call that really wasn't urgent? You know, from the Stephen Covey's book, there's the seven habits of uh, highly successful people, right? There's these four different quadrants, right? There's urgent and important. There's not important. There's important. Well, most people are coming at us thinking their stuff is urgent and important when it's more often than not only important. So urgent is things like fire truck, ambulance, loan blowing up, and the buyers are at escrow signing paperwork. Okay, that's urgent and important. But much of the stuff in our average day is not urgent. The house is not on fire. No one's injured. No one's in an accident. What's urgent? Well, that's for you to decide. But depending on the state of your business, your one thing might be the urgent thing, the calls you make, the connections, the engagement you continue to drive with your referral partners, the meetings you have, the face-to-faces. Okay? One other quick tip. Make sure you store provisions. So what I mean by this is get your area set up for success, right? Build a bunker. I talked about that. Create a perimeter, create a wall, right? So that you have, you're have you locked in and you're not going to be susceptible to all those interruptions and noise and distractions. And then, you know, set up the communication plan with everybody that's relevant. And then secondly, store provisions, okay? Do not be walking out of your bunker to grab water, to grab a snack, to get a breath of fresh air. Okay. If you need water, keep it in your bunker. If you think you're going to need a snack during your block time, keep it in your bunker. Because as soon as you walk outside that bunker, you get assaulted. You get attacked by the enemy. The enemy is distractions. The enemy is other people's alleged priorities. You've got to set yourself up for success and efficiency. And the last thing I'll share with you is this. Make sure you reward yourself. These short time blocks that you're going to start with, these 20-minute, 30-minute time blocks, okay? Take a break at the end of that. And you can even set up your day in several 30-minute chunks of time, right? You can block, you can schedule these out. As I said earlier, it doesn't have to be a three-hour slog of a time block. That's not very effective and productive. You know what's effective and productive, right? Work solid and focused and committed, uninterrupted, and get it done for 30 minutes, and then take a break. Take a five or 10 minute break. Take a breather. Take a walk. Get outside. Get some sunshine. Do some pull-ups. Do some burpees. <laughs> okay? Whatever's going to renew your energy. But if you got another time block scheduled, right? Come back. Come back refreshed, renewed. Go back into your bunker and repeat the process. Some of the successful schedules I've seen have this process repeated every single day where we're blocking out three, four, five, six blocks of time. And what happens is over time, as you build up your time blocking muscles, start with 20, 30 minutes, right? You'll get stronger. You'll get better. You'll build that consistency. You'll build that deep well of reserves. So now that you can go for longer times of time blocks, so you can eventually build to an hour if you want. But again, looking at the research, right? You want to stay really highly productive, highly energized, highly laser focused and mentally, you know, with it and checked in versus checked out and just going through the motions. You've got to manage your state. 
You've got to manage your state and keep your state high. And how do you do that? You set yourself up for success. You set up your bunker. You eliminate and minimize distractions. You set up your support by communicating. It's block time with your team. What does that mean? Who gets in? Who doesn't get in? What are the parameters for being interrupted, if at all? Remember, fire truck, ambulance. And so begin to do this, okay? Check it out. In the show notes, I'll put an example, a couple examples of some time block calendars of what this looks like. You can even make it color-coded, right? You can make your prospecting call time block green. You can make other things blue, yellow, purple, right? If you've got any association of emotions to colors. But this, by the way, this is something that is, you want to set it up on a recurring basis on your calendar, okay? This is something that doesn't just happen once. You repeat this. I want you to test this for 30 days, right? Now, some things on your calendar might only be a a time block once. Maybe it's only something you've got to do once and that's okay, right? But much of what we need to do to be consistent and productive in this business is that we need to block them off regularly, every day, every week, right? So if it's a regular thing you need to do, the calls, the appointments, the meeting with your processor and assistant to manage your pipeline, imagine what could happen if you met with your assistant just briefly every day for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, depending on your pipeline size, the number of loans in your pipeline. I know some loan officers who meet twice a day, once in the morning, once in the uh, right before uh, end of day. Maybe it's for you three times a week. Too often, most loan officers aren't managing their pipeline with a block time, a block time actual appointment with your support team. So you know, every single week during this time, these days during the week, I'm going through my pipeline. Now, would that minimize questions? Would that minimize surprises? Would that minimize I don't knows, I gotchas, right? Questions. Would that keep things tighter when it's when you're chasing conditions? Okay. So it all comes back to a system. Okay. And then each day ask yourself, okay, you've got your regular time blocks, regular thing that's happening every day. So it becomes a habit, right? You using those times when you're most high energy and high, highly efficient. So those things you've got to do every single day, I want you to go block those off in your calendar for 20, 30 minutes at the end of listening to this. And I want you to block it off on a recurring basis. You've got to make those calls, pick the days you're going to make them three days a week, five days a week. It's your call, pick the times, set it up in your calendar, block it out and schedule it recurring infinity. Put it into your daily method of operation now. And as you approach every day, this is where you begin to get better and build your muscles. Ask yourself the focusing question. What is the one thing that I could do that if I did would make everything else easier or go away? That's essentially the question from Gary Keller's book, The One Thing. Again, if you haven't read it, I suggest you do. I'll put a link in the show notes to it. If you want to buy it on Amazon, great $20 investment in your business. So build your bunker, communicate with your team, store provisions, and just do it. Just do it and see if you like the results. See if you are more effective, more productive, and more focused. And it's okay to let those calls go during your time block. It's not the end of the world. Last tip, you can even ask your agents, hey, barring any emergency, is it okay that if and when you do call me, if it goes to voicemail, we have an expectation set of the turnaround call time. Mr. and Mrs. Agent, I want to be there to serve you and be responsive. And you know I'm 100% committed to stellar, responsive, timely customer service. I've already demonstrated that for you. Have I not? Yes, you have. Great. So I'm implementing time blocking into my calendar. And I just wanted to check with you because you're one of my most important partners 
should you call me or someone on your team call me, what's your expectation for a return call time? Because when I'm doing time blocking, you know how important that is, Mr. and Mrs. Agent, time blocking, right? Yes, I do. Great. So when I'm time blocking, that's obviously a structured set of my day where I don't take calls and interruptions unless it's an emergency. So I'd like to ask you what your expectation is in those situations. Is it a 30-minute callback? Is it a one-hour callback? And let them talk. See what they say. I think you'll be surprised. I think they'll tell you. Hey, you know, if it's not an emergency or for now, you know, some blowing up thing in the pipeline, whatever, it's all right. I mean, you don't call me back in a half hour, hour, whatever it is, right? So I'll leave you with that. If you like this, let me know. Leave a comment in the show notes. If you like this podcast and you've been listening for a while, do me a favor, leave me a rating on iTunes, a little five star if you think we're up for it. This just helps us get recognized as doing good for others in the mortgage industry. So that's that. Check the show notes for links, sample calendars. By the way, if you want to email me your sample time block calendar, that would be great. Email me anytime about anything. Info at mortgagemarketinginstitute.com. And as always, I appreciate and value you. Now go out there, block some time on your calendar, get some stuff done, and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Marketing Radio. Want more truth in mortgage marketing? Get more free training and resources at MortgageMarketingInstitute.com. Hey guys, what's up real quick. Uh, you've heard about the mortgage marketing pro membership before. And I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business. Let's just face it. Agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list upload into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call. We'll have a chat. We'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.